Welcome to another episode of Mondays with Matt Marion. I think I'm going to throw that that Matt Marion in there. Didn't adjust my microphone in time. Because there is another Mondays with Matt. I talked about that last Monday. He talks about finances on iTunes. Uh, go ahead and check him out, I guess, if you're interested in finances and all that stuff. You know, whatever. Anyways, how was your week? Was it good? Are things getting better? Things getting worse? Uh, I'm kind of in the middle with that kind of stuff. Also, sorry, it's like 6.50 p.m. on Monday. I'm sorry. But I didn't call it the Monday Morning Podcast. Of course, that's Bill Burr's podcast, Monday Morning Podcast. It's just Mondays with Matt, right? So, you know, I, I mean, I'm, 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 it's Monday. It's Monday. That you know just threw me off. I'm trying not to say you know. So that that really just threw me off for a second. So I'm not going to say that. A friend of mine said to talk to an inanimate object, like this lamp right here, as I do the podcast, because the the lamp can't understand. Can you, lamp? You're just a stupid lamp. So why would I say you know to a stupid lamp? Anywho, yeah, I had a lot of stuff to do today. Not really. I had to sleep in. I was really tired from the weekend. I had to go shopping immediately because I, I don't drink my water from my dang faucet because it's not good water. Had to buy some water so I could have some coffee. Well, I didn't have coffee either, so I had to go buy that too. I ended up just having tea anyways. Have a, Having a cup of tea right now, some English breakfast tea to get me going for this thing. But yeah, nothing was in my house, man. Nothing. I was gone for three days. We did have, I don't know, I've been on the fence about even talking about it. But you guys love me, right? You wouldn't judge me. And I am, I've been trying to stay social distanced for this whole time. And we had this, uh, this gig booked for Birds of a Feather, this festival in, uh, in Kentucky, really close to Cincinnati. And it, it was a great time. We we got a hotel. We played both nights, Friday and Saturday. So we kind of just would go there, play, and then go back to hotel. Uh, Friday, it didn't really work out that well. We kind of got you know lost in the mix of the festival, which is easy to do. And But uh, Saturday, we did. We played and we left. And we, we did keep our distance from everybody. It, it's just, man, it, it's way too easy to go back to normal. And I, you, I guess we all have to try to work on that because, I don't know. I don't want to say like I'm trying to stick to my guns because that's not what I'm trying to do. I don't think this is a political thing. At the same time, you know, it, it was great to see musicians out there playing again. And 
don't get mad at the musicians, guys. I, 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 know, I know that I'm a musician, so I'm kind of, you know, a little biased about it. But the argument with essential workers right now, or even even questionably essential workers, is they got to work. Well, so do some musicians, too. And uh, lucky, you know, for me, that's not all I do as a profession is playing music, but some it is. And bottom line is some of those those bands and some of those people need to get out there and work too, make some money. It's tough times, especially tough times. Our government's out of session for the rest of the month, so they didn't even come up with a solution for unemployment. My unemployment right now is $35 a week, which is not very survivable. So there's that. I'm not starting this podcast off on too positive a note, but I just want to say don't get too mad at your musicians, your, your musician friends or just bands that you look up to that might be playing some shows. We did play a very, uh, very responsible social distancing show yesterday, Sunday, uh, near Pittsburgh. Our friend Joe Horowitz has, has been putting these shows on every Sunday. Litz played one. Yesterday we played with uh, the band Birth. They're from out of Glenville, and they're great guys, man. Super, super nice guys. They're, um, they rocked out, and they even asked me to jam. They asked me to jam on a couple tunes. They asked jam to West on one. West only got one jam. I got two. Brought out my bongos. I got my bongos back in commission. So those of you, those of you that haven't seen Fletcher's Grove in a while. I didn't even get them back in commission until after uh, COVID began. And if you listen to like our first record, there's a lot of bongos in there. And at one point I was just trying to kind of like trim the fat on my setup and I busted a bongo head. That was a big thing too. And I was always kind of lazy slash didn't have a lot of money and I just never got my bongos back up in commission, but I finally got those back and I've been loving it, man. The really John was our bass player. John Ingram was kind of pushing me to get those bongos. He's like, man, I was listening to those old songs. We need those bongos back in there. So I got them going again, and it's fun, man. Uh, it's great just to, as a percussionist to have a few tools. You know, I got my little toys that I play, like my triangle, my shaker, my tambourine, uh, my uh, vibra slap. That's the thing that's at the beginning of uh, was it Crazy Train to sound. I heard the original Viber Slap came from trying to mimic the sound of like, I guess, I don't know if it was Native Americans or where it would have been done, but like a an empty skull of like a cow, you know, or some kind of cat, or, you know, cattle or whatever. And if you hit the skull, the teeth, they, they didn't just fall out all the time. I guess they still stayed in there. And whenever you hit it, it would kind of rattle the teeth. So that's what a, a um, Viber Slap tries to mimic. So there's your your music history for the for the podcast. Not that we have done any music history. Thank you all so much though for for still continuing to listen to this podcast. Uh, I'd still love to get more listens, so feel free to share this with your friends. This week I am going to put all of the episodes on YouTube as well. So I'm just coming up with like a an image, and it'll say what day it is, and you can go to my YouTube channel. I'm gonna go ahead and change my YouTube channel to Mondays with Matt Marion. 
podcasts. So you can search it on there and tell your friends to check it out on YouTube. Because I, I think, you know, I, I, I like SoundCloud a lot, but I don't think it's very popular and some people don't really understand it. And YouTube's just easy. It could be on your TV, it could be on your computer, it could be on your phone, whatever you want. So they will be on YouTube. So if you want to check out any past episodes or this episode, they will be on YouTube this week. I promise. I'm not going to put that off to the side. Like I put this podcast off to the side all day. So I am sorry once again. It's late. Oh, I didn't put my phone on silent. Sorry about that. Still working on my professionalism on this. Working on my podcast voice. I'm also thinking about changing some of the format of this and maybe focusing on certain things, certain topics for each episode or making it about certain things. Still working on it. A lot of it's just, it's a great exercise for me, uh, especially having actual listeners and thinking about what I'm saying as opposed to just doing an audio journal or something. So you guys mean so much to me. I really, I really can't stress that out enough and I, I know I'm probably annoying a lot of people because I send a lot of like personal messages with the link after each episode and that does take a lot of time but I don't mind being busy I do I've been getting so lazy though today I also had to I woke up late I had to wake up late because I was very tired from this weekend I slept on the pullout couch of the hotel and it was you know, it's a pull-out couch. Wasn't the most comfortable thing, so I didn't get the best sleep in the world. I did sleep, though, decent. And last night I drove very late. After the show in Pittsburgh, we got done probably around 10.30-ish. Then we had to pack up everything, and we met the van before we went out to Cincinnati. We met it up in Morgantown, John Ingram and I. So we had to get back in his car in Morgantown, and then he drove me down to exit 57 on I-79 at the park and ride. That's where I parked my car to meet him up the way, so I hopped in my car around, what was it, like 2.30 there, and then it's about an hour drive from there to my house here in Oak Hill, and I got home around 3.30, Whenever I get do get home, even though I'm tired, I still try to. It's like I have to unwind for a second, so I just kind of chilled out and started watching a, a podcast. I I started watching a Joe Rogan podcast on YouTube, and then I just hit a wall and got really sleepy, and finally went to sleep around probably you know four. So also sorry about my my voice is a little worn out. I can hear it right now, so I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry for apologizing so much. I'll stop apologizing, okay? But it, it was a fun weekend and all. It's great seeing the guys, and we don't really have anything planned for a, for a while. So, like, I don't know, man. Maybe for the rest of the year. It's just, it sucks. I didn't get emotional on stage too much. But... It, Almost during a song, it started hitting me. Like, whenever I'm playing, I like to just think about the music, what I'm doing. And it started hitting me, just like, what is, what's the next few months going to be? You know, I applied to another job. If I get that job, it's going to be life changing. And this might be, even though things aren't normal, playing last night was about as normal as things are going to be for, for a while. And uh, 
you know, Ryan Krofchek started and I started this band in high school and it's, it's been a fun ride, man. Not saying we're over anything, but it's just not used to not playing this much. So there's that. Not going to get emotional now either. Oh, speaking of emotions though, at that festival, before I set on Saturday, this guy asked if he could propose to his, his, uh, his girlfriend on stage before our set and he did and something about those those dang proposal videos make me tear up so i got a little teared up before the set it was just it was just really sweet he got down it was her birthday that day so first we brought her up there and he came up on stage with her and we all sang happy birthday with the crowd and we sang it to her on stage and then he just got down on one knee and she was just like oh and then she was like, I love you, baby. And just was like crying. And then I started just tearing up a little bit. It was nice. It was a really nice thing. Happy tears. Happy tears are, are the best tears, right? Uh, so that was really cool. So let's uh, let's get on with this podcast. How about some good news? I also have a lot of questions. I don't know if I'll get to all the questions. I really uh, appreciate you all answering these questions or giving me some questions to answer, rather. I, I made some posts on Facebook and a lot of y'all came through. I noticed I, if I don't tag my my podcast uh, page or put a SoundCloud link on there or anything, it, it's, it tends to spread better. I think Facebook tries to hide this shit for some reason, so that kind of pisses me off. But it'll be on YouTube here soon as well as SoundCloud. Let's start with some good news. I did see something good news because I'm afraid I'm going to get it one day. It says... Alzheimer's research research has found a protein that protects against the disease. How about that? How about that? A protein that may protect against Alzheimer's disease has been discovered by scientists. Oh, wow. Experiments found the degenerative brain condition spreads more rapidly in the brains of mice genetically engineered to lack it. What if mice are just better than people? I know they're similar, but... Anyways, known as Lando, LC3-associated endocytosis, the protective protein was found to be less abundant by half in brains with dementia. The findings published in Science Advances may lead to a potential therapy for the condition. That's cool. Uh, so when? When, when, will, when could it work with people? I feel like I always hear about them finding things about making Alzheimer's go away, but never comes to fruition. So hopefully that does one day. We'll just leave it at that, hopefully. Our our motto this weekend was, it'll probably be fine, because we were all, most of us were pretty uncomfortable about being around public, and we just kept saying, it'll prob- probably be fine, anytime we were scared. Floating movie nights, where viewers sit in socially distant boats may be coming to the U.S. and Canada. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. John Ingram's been into fishing, so he could do some fishing while while his family and him watch a movie. That'd be fun. It's probably no fishing poles allowed, though. So, uh, also, here's our, that was our good news section. Not a lot of good news. I, actually, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of new, good news on the Good News Network. I just have a hard time picking good ones. This one's good. Nigerian entrepreneur invents giant solar-powered refrigerators that cut spoilage to help farmers earn 25% more. That's awesome. 
less bad veggies. There'll be better veggies in Kroger for you. How about that? Most Americans with cats say they can they couldn't have gotten through lockdown without their feline friend. I bet that's definitely true. Uh, my girlfriend has a couple cats, and we've definitely enjoyed um, raising the little kitten during COVID, and then seeing how it gets along with her older cat, Disco, who's only four years old. But it's been great seeing them, seeing Disco raise that little kitten into the young little man he's starting to be. I'd say he's like a little teenager at this point, still tiny. We're hoping that he has Keanu syndrome. You know, at the end of that movie, Keanu, they said he has a really rare disease. He's going to be a kitten forever. Wouldn't that be great? But I'm, I'm not saying don't let's not manipulate our cats. Let's not manipulate cats to be kittens forever. That's probably not bad for them. Imagine if that happened to people. And that's not a real disease anyways, I don't think. I think that was just for the movie, so. All right, taking a sip of tea there. Trying to remember to breathe for this podcast. The last podcast, I didn't breathe much, and I was basically out of breath the whole time. So I just need to slow it down a little bit. Slow it down. It's okay if it goes over 30 minutes, Matt. It doesn't matter. Okay, so that was our good news section. Let's move on to my one of my favorite sections, Movies with Matt. Roll the clip. Now, there's no clip. It's not that fancy of a podcast. You guys know that. But I did watch a great movie, and I could not think of the name of it because I'm horrible with names, and it's just the name of the dude it's about. So it is a uh, nonfiction film, and the movie is called Richard Jewell. Okay, and Richard Jewell was a, at the time, a wannabe kind of cop, really great security guard that was working the 1996 Olympics as a security guard, and he actually found the bomb before it went off. And uh, I was I was just a little uh, boy whenever that happened. I was about, I guess, eight years old or so, or maybe a little less. And uh, he found the bomb, and then ended up saving a bunch of people because they started pushing people away from it they didn't like stop the con it was like near concert they didn't stop the concert or anything they were just trying to push people to the side and then it then it the bomb i won't I, I can't spoil it too much okay i'm sorry i'm i want you all to watch the movie but basically a guy that helped save a lot of lives was wrongfully accused of being the bomber and it has a lot of great actors in it. Uh, the guy that played Richard Jewell is Paul Walter Hauser. He was also in I, Tonya, or I my, my girlfriend said it's I, Tonya. It's Tonya Harding, right? Have I been saying Tonya wrong forever? Like, I really, I'm really wanting to work on saying lawyer. But in, most, in West Virginia and a lot of places in the South, we say lawyer. Well, they do practice law. They don't practice loy. Ah, anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. But Paul Walter Hauser, he really stood out to me in I, Tonya, And he plays Richard Jewell in this. And he is great, man. He's just, he, I feel like he really encompassed this character, if that's the right word. And uh, he really grabs your heart. And then uh, one of my favorite actors, Sam Rockwell, is in it. Also, I wrote it down here. Kathy Bates. Kathy Plates plays uh, Richard Jewell's mom. I'm already forgetting his name. It's the name of the dang movie. Plays his mom, and John Hamm is in it. He plays the 
kind of like a dickhead FBI guy. And I love John Hamm, but he made me hate him because he's, he's really good. I feel like uh, when people play bad people and make you hate them, that means that like they're a really good actor. And it also has Olivia Wilde. So if you all know any of those actors or like watching their work, I highly recommend this movie. It has all the emotions in it. Fear, excitement, action. Uh, makes you laugh. Made me cry. Made, made my girlfriend and her friend... Uh, Carly made us all cry at one point. Really made Carly cry, though. Hope you're okay, Carly, after watching that movie. But it was really good. It was one of the best movies I've watched in a while. So it is on HBO Max at the moment. I'm sure you could also rent it on Amazon. So you do have to pay for it right now, either by having HBO Max or by renting it on Amazon. So sorry if you don't have any of those outlets. Okay, so let's... That was movies with Matt. Uh, I guess I guess it goes along with movies with Matt though. Before we leave, my favorite show that I put on at night. Like if I'm just, I hate having to choose things. You know. Uh, I haven't said you know too much. I know I said it just there, and I, I've kind of caught myself saying it some this podcast, but it hasn't been too many. I think it's been under five. So, I might listen to it and count after. And if it's less than five, I'll be pretty happy. But I love Kitchen Nightmares. It's a reality show with Gordon Ramsay. He comes into a failing restaurant, and every episode's kind of the same. He comes in, the restaurant's doing really shitty. He makes a new menu. They try it out the first night, and since it's a new menu, they still are kind of shitty at doing it. Then they redecorate the whole restaurant, and then after that, that's where the people cry. Like owners come in and they start crying and then they'll have like maybe a successful night. Maybe they're really not all the same. Some of them don't work out. Some of them have to have two parts because it's just so hard. And I think at one or two of them, he just fucking walks out. He's like, there's no helping you usually because people are just really hard headed and not open to change. Uh, I'm trying to not be so hard headed and open to change as well. So I, uh, it's a great, great, great show. Great show just to put on at night before I go to bed. They have like all the episodes on Hulu. I'm probably going to have to start canceling some of my stuff, man. Because I'm not, don't have the income coming in right now. So it's, it's cancel time. It's cancel culture. It's cancel everything time. So check out that. Check out Richard Jewell, the movie, and Kitchen Nightmares if you like uh, reality TV. Just wetting my whistle there. That just means taking a drink. Any of you have never heard that. Kind of sounds dirty maybe, but I was just taking a little sip of tea. All right, let's get into questions. Questions, questions, questions. Huh? 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 What? 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 All right, sorry about that. I'm really feeling this breakfast blend tea right now. It's got me going. So first question is from the great Amy. And Amy, I want to... I wanna, Say thank you so much for all your support. You've listened to, I bet, I think you've listened to every episode. Let's just go ahead and say that. You've been sharing my stuff. I love you, Amy. Big supportive of the, uh, supporter of the band and also my friend. So thank you. And she says, where would you like to travel in the world and why? Oh, shoot. I didn't even really think of this question. I haven't looked at these questions until you all gave them to me. And I immediately put in my notes. You know, right now, 
I mean, I guess not at this moment exactly, but I've always wanted to go to the, not even like out of the country, but just to the West Coast. I want to see California. I want to see Hollywood. I want to see LA because it's always been my deep down dream wasn't really to be a rock star. It was to be an actor and be a famous actor and make movies. So I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that in real life. Uh, outside the world. I did do family ancestry and I found out like my DNA is 96% English. So I guess I should visit England, you know, maybe my body would, there was another, you know, that might've been the fifth or sixth. I don't know. Not counting the, you knows I'm using when I'm talking about the, you knows that there's been a lot of those anyways. Yeah, I should probably go to England, check it out, see the sights. Maybe my DNA would be happy because that's where it's from. Just weird. I thought I was a lot more Irish, man. I'm like 2% Irish on that ancestry thing. And 2% Swedish. How about that? Hmm. So maybe Sweden too. That's beautiful up there from what I've I've gathered. Uh, maybe Thailand is something. Just because I think it's really cheap to go there. And... Every time there's a food show, they're always there, and the food looks great. Like, get some street food from Thailand. Some of that teriyaki chicken that's over an open flame there. Looks so good. And I just, I love Asian food in general. So, probably an Asian country to generalize all of them, because I know it's it's a huge part of the world. And I'm, a, I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to geography. But definitely an Asian country. Want to go to California. So... How about that? So, great question, Amy. Mark, my good friend Mark, who's also been a supporter of his podcast, and he's also a member of the band Moonshine Crossing. Go check out Moonshine Crossing as soon as they're playing at a place near you. Super fun, bluegrassy, jammy band. Definitely check them out. And Mark's asked, what's the most interesting place you've traveled in West Virginia? Hmm, the mystery hole. No, I'm just kidding. The mystery hole is pretty cool. I've only been there once. Oh, gosh. This is a tough one. I, I've thought of this one some, too. And dang-a-lang. Uh. Why am I having such a hard time? West Virginia. Where do I like to go in my home state? Or what's really an, an interesting place? Man, I mean, I guess I'm kind of biased, but I love Fayetteville. It's just the the terrain is beautiful. There's so many things to do, so many places to hike. And um, you got Summersville. It's not too far away. You know, I've I've been going to Summersville a lot to sup board, stand up paddling, paddle boarding. I feel like a douchebag when I say sup boarding, but it stands for stand up paddle boarding, S-U-P. So stand up paddle boarding has been something I've been really been loving doing in Summersville. It's not, you know, it's not like super interesting or anything, but just beautiful. Fayetteville's beautiful. I went hiking today. I had to get out of the house. I've, I've been meaning to bring that up forever. I haven't worked out in forever. And I got back from the, from our little tour this, this weekend and I just felt kind of like shit. I've, this COVID sitting around is starting to get to me and kind of a, not a very good diet. So I went on a little run today, a little trail run. 
I went to the Kmore top and I took the Fayette trail and ran it. And then it connects to, or wait, no, I took butcher, the butcher trail, take that. And then it runs in the long point. And then you make a left on long point and then it connects. You take another left on Fayette when you hit that. And it takes you right back to the same parking lot. Fayette and butcher both start right beside each other at the Kmore top parking lot. So if you're looking for a little loop to do, that's a decent workout loop to do. I like saying that. Try that out. And I I have like kind of shitty knees. Like they're they're just not very good at running downhill. So I run uphill or try to run up the uphill parts. I definitely couldn't run up all the uphill parts today. I'm just out of shape. My lungs are burning. But I did feel great after, guys. I've been kind of in a little funk lately. A lot of stuff in my life's great. But just this being cooped inside and not getting exercise has kind of been wearing down on me. Maybe drinking a little too much here and there. Got into that bourbon, man, and it just, it just is too much. Speaking of bourbon, I did finally found Buffalo Trace. I got really ripped off on a bottle when I was in Kentucky at this place, but I just really wanted it because it's supposed to be like one of the best affordable bourbons. Well, it wasn't even priced affordable at all and I still bought it because I was like I mean the guy said how much it was and I was like how much and I was like well I got it I'm just gonna get it because I didn't want it and then we went to another liquor store the next day and I found it for the regular price so I had to buy it which ended up making it not as bad with getting ripped off so at least I have another bottle of it good lord just what I need more alcohol in the house so trying to work on some of these bad habits while I'm here but that's a great question Mark Okay. Oh, Mark also had a question. A uh, question for the show or just for your band? Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna do that next next week because I, I did not ask my bands. He was asking about microphones and vocal microphones. Uh, I did already send him this message, but Mark, because uh, he's just saying he, he wants the kind of a better microphone. And uh, for my podcast... Uh, or he says, I currently currently use an SM57, but not entirely happy with it. I can't really justify buying another one with no gigs, which is definitely, uh, that's definitely, I can't think of words right now. That definitely makes sense. Uh, I did really like the Beta SM57, but I really want to ask Tommy who records. He just recorded Litz, uh, which is a band out of Baltimore. So he's, he's having a lot of, a lot of, good business right now he's really he's really good at what he does if you need a place to record in morgantown so riot city studios is where you want to go but i really do like i sang with the uh beta sm57 yesterday i think it's let me look it up is it a beta sm57 that i use i'm not really worried about time today guys so if not even looking at it beta sm57 Now, that's what Croft uses. Oh, Croft, okay. Sorry, man. I was thinking of uh, what's the popular vocal mic. So, yeah, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of using an SM57 as a vocal mic either. They're really great for miking instruments. Croft, he sings with a Beta 57A, which is kind of shaped more like a vocal microphone. But, man, it, it tends to feed back a lot, I've noticed. And we've all noticed as a band whenever Croft's using that. 
And something about Croft's face or something makes feedback. I don't know what it is. But uh, what do I, what did I have? Popular mic. Popular vocal mic. Oh, the SM58. So I had a, you know, an SM58 is what they usually have at every venue, at, at least an SM58 for, for vocals. But I I really liked my Beta SM58. I just feel like, especially John says that he likes them better for outdoors than not so much indoors, but I've, I've had a really good mix with them with my monitor indoors as well. So I guess that's to be debated. But I always felt like I had the best monitor sounding monitor with a beta 58 a beta sm 58 so maybe try that out mark it's it's like uh like 180 bucks though so it's a it's a little little expensive about 80 bucks more than a shirt just an sm 58 but i'm singing harmonies a lot so sometimes i back off the mic just because if we don't have a, a especially if the sound guy is like not at the mixing board which you know Ideally, you have your own sound guy, and he's always at the mixing board, but that don't, doesn't always happen. So if I'm not singing lead, which is often, and I'm singing backups, I like the backup, especially when I have to, I don't have the best technique. So when I hit, have to hit those higher notes, I have to sing louder, and I have to back off the mic. And I feel like it, it helps me, it, help, it still picks up the sound a little bit as I'm backing up off the mic. And like I said, the mix, I can hear it in the mix, what what's coming through, uh, through my monitor. So I, I could recommend the Beta SM58 for that. And I'll still, I'll ask Tommy about that as well, Mark. All right, my man Miguel, who has a, he does a radio show every Saturday, Grassroots. And you can check that out on the, let me say it right, because he's been helping me out a lot message me about the podcast and uh, giving me input and uh, supporting it. So I really, really appreciate that, man. Let me find your messages here. I checked out his show last week, and uh, I told him I was listening during it. I messaged him, and then uh, he gave me a shout-out, and it was really cool because my girlfriend was hanging out with me. He's like, this one goes out to Matt Marion. And uh, that meant a lot, man. It made me look uh, pretty cool. Not that I need any help, though. But, yeah, WTSQ. Uh, every Saturday from 1 to 3, you can listen online. If you're not near radio, www.wtsq.org. If you're not near radio, or just tune into WTSQ if you're around the Charleston area, or in West Virginia, rather. So check that out. And he asks, who first inspired you musically, and at what age did you first start playing, singing, performing? Well, that's an easy question to answer because they're both very tied together. Uh, the first band that inspired me, I was a little kid, and my brother, who's eight years older than me, you know, he was still a kid too. He was probably in, he was probably like in middle school. I think I was like six, six years old. So he would have been like fourteen or fifteen. And uh, I think my math's right there. And his friend and him were in our downstairs, uh, and they were listening to my dad's old records. And he brought out a Beatles record, and my brother said, I want to listen to Love Me Do, and then his friend Kenny was like, nah, I don't want to listen to that, and Brett was like, oh, come on, I want to listen to Love Me Do, and then he, he turned to me and said, you want to hear Love Me Do, don't you, Matt, and me just wanting to, you know, go along with my older brother, 
like I always did. Uh, he said, uh, you know, I was just like, yeah, you know, just shook my head. Yeah. So he played a uh, love me do off of uh, one of their vinyls and I was hooked. I love that song so much. I can't really remember like having them play it over and over again or having my dad play it, but I ended up, maybe we had a tape with it and I ended up performing that for my first grade talent show. I couldn't play guitar or anything, you know, it was just in first grade, but it was like my first performance ever. And my brother came out there with the tape and put it in and just played the intro with the harmonica. And my mom dressed me in like a turtleneck with a black jacket over top. And I just had like this little toy guitar with me and I just, he played the harmonic in- intro and just stopped it. And I just sang love, love me do. You know I love you. I'll always be true. So please love me do. But I was a lot smaller and adorable at the time and much higher pitched. And that was it, man. That started everything. I, I uh, Needless to say, I brought the house down. Uh, I didn't win, but my friend... I remember my friend Steven's mom gave me a dollar and said, you got robbed and gave me a dollar after. So that meant a lot. And that just gave me some confidence. You know, I started doing theater right after like the next year, saw my friend Joey doing theater when we went on a field trip. So I started doing theater for, for um, children's theater of Charleston and did that throughout the years, worked my way up, finally got a lead role. The first role I got was mayor of Munchkin land and the wizard of Oz that was the first role I got that I tried out for. They were doing Wizard of Oz, and I was like, I really want to be mayor of Munchkin Land. So I sang, a, um, oh, I forget which song about the Backstreet Boys. Although loneliness has always been a friend of mine. Uh, so I, I performed that song, and I got the mayor of Munchkin Land. And then a couple years later, later I got the lead role as Mowgli in the Jungle Book. And... That was my first passion was doing theater and then chorus all the way through middle school and show choir in high school and Croft and I did show choir together and also started our first band One Way in eighth grade and then we started Fletcher's Grove like junior year of high school. Excuse me if you heard that. Uh, It was just a little burp. It wasn't a fart. Anyways, (laughs) uh. But ever since, man, that, that was that was the chain of it. Love me do all the way up until what I'm doing now. And uh, I give my brother a lot of credit for, for, for that, for starting my love of music. And also just looking up to him and him listening to the Grateful Dead and, hit, and going to see Fish and everything was a huge influence on me and as well as Ryan Krofcheck. And if it wasn't for him, I would not be playing music. I wouldn't be playing the type of music I do for sure. So thank you, Brett. Everybody thank Brett if if you like what I do now. So thanks for that question, man. That was uh that was that was really cool to think back on. I like this question. My good friend Craig. My good friend Craig from um Culture Thief. Uh also Roller Ghoster. They're out of Morgantown. They're amazing. Craig is a, an amazing, amazing singer. Very uh, unique singer. His his girlfriend's an amazing artist, and they they collaborate with a lot of things. And uh, 
definitely definitely check out Culture Thief and uh, Roller Ghoster right now. Do it. They're on Spotify, and um, another one of my good buddies is also in that band. But he asks, do you prefer tomorrow or yesterday? I feel like that's a trick question because you should live in the now, right? You should just be living, they say just, at least in Buddhism, they say just the focus. I'm not like super Buddhist, but I, I like what they have to say. But try to just appreciate the current moment. Don't have a sadness about yesterday and don't have a huge hope for tomorrow. Just be very grateful for the second that you're breathing right now. That's something I'm working on. But if I had to choose, uh, it's, I'd like to hope, I'd like to look forward more to tomorrow, but I've been definitely kind of reflecting on my past and, and getting joy from thinking about my past recently and just reflecting on the band and everything. So kind of both. Uh, I think, okay, I'll, I'll answer this one because uh, my buddy Van, I used to work with him at uh, Mountain State Brewing Company back in the day. He's a great dude. We had a lot of laughs around the, the dough table every day as we were kneading the dough. Now they have a dough machine there, so now they don't even have dough time. But there would just be like three to, you know, two or three or all the way up to five people, depending on how much dough we need that day, just kneading dough. You know, one person would be cutting it, and then we're just sitting there talking, chit-chatting as we're doing it. And uh, we had so many great talks. He says, what's your wildest story from tour? Well, I can't really share some of the wildest stories from tour just because they involve some things that I I just can't even say too much about it, really. And I don't know if the guys are really comfortable with it. But I, I, I do want to start having, like, band story time. So here's a little band story time for you guys, okay? This isn't isn't like a wild partying story, but I'll just get into it. One day, Croft and I were leaving a festival called Camp Barefoot. And I think it was the first time I met uh, Pigeons playing ping pong. We were both playing around, I think we played at noon, and they played at one on this stage way out in the woods, far away from the main stages there, and met those guys. They were really great guys. And anyways, so this is a long time ago, way before uh, Pigeon started blowing up and way before we were even, you know, had too much of a following either. And I said, you know, again, but I'm not going to punish myself for that one. I've been doing pretty good. And we performed at Camp Barefoot, and it's in a place called Bartow, West Virginia, or Bartow, however you want to say it. I say Bartow. I'm not from there. It's a little closer to Maryland, I think. I can't even really think of where it is. And uh, we were leaving. I was in my PT Cruiser. We didn't have a band van at the time, so we all just rode separately. And Ryan Kropchak and I were in the PT Cruiser. And we're heading out of Bartow. And we stop, and we pull into this convenience store, also a gas station, and we go in and we get some drinks. I got, I think I got a lemonade and Croft got a tea or something. Then we went back into my car. And then as we're getting ready to pull out, I was like, well, we might as well get gas too. So I pulled up to a gas station or to the pump. Same, It was the same store, but I just pulled up to the pump. Might as well get gas while we're here. And as soon as I pulled up, I opened my door and this guy, this redneck guy, nothing wrong with rednecks, but this guy came over really fast and just said, you you two boys need to follow me right now. And I, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even know if he needed help or what. But we followed him over to the store, back into the store, and he said, 
he said, this woman was just given a, a fake $20 bill. And it's, it's the second time this has happened. And using, using uh, counterfeit money is a, a, a big crime, you, you know, in this country or whatever. And, he, and he's like, it's either you two or these guys over here. And there's like a group of three other dudes that were coming from the festival. And Croft and I were just like, that's what we call him, Ryan Croft checks. His nickname is Croft, so it's easier to say Croft. Croft and I were just like, dude, it wasn't us. I think I paid with a $5 bill. I think he paid with like a couple ones or something. And we're like, check the cameras, man. Like, you can see what we handed her. He said, no, we can't. We're not checking the cameras. What we're having is there's cops on their way right here, right now, and they're going to search both your all's cars and everything. And not saying I had anything illegal in my car, but I may or may not have, you know, uh, so... I did not want that to happen. I was freaking out. And I was just like, man, this is bullshit. We didn't do anything. You're going to have cops search my car for no fucking reason? I don't even know if I was cussing at him. I was probably being a little bit more polite than that because I was just scared. I didn't want cops searching my car, man. Nobody does. Even if you don't have anything illegal, it's just not cool to have cars, cops search your stuff for no reason. I know sometimes they do have good reason to do that, but there was no reason. We were not the culprits. So I knew it was these kids... And I had a feeling they didn't look like bad kids. I think they were given the fake money at the festival. So, like 10 minutes go by and we're still there. I'm freaking out. And that guy's like basically holding us hostage, like a citizen's arrest. And I don't even, what is citizen's arrest? Is it legal? Legal? Is citizen's arrest legal? A private person may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. Other citizens' arrest laws specify whether the law can be used for felony or misdemeanor crimes. So that's kind of... I hate that kind of use of words in this. Committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. So somebody could basically lie and be like, this guy just held me up and then somebody could citizens arrest them and then it's just fucked up man I'm glad like you can take down people that did something really bad but it just wasn't cool so we were basically held hostage by this dude I can't remember if he had a gun or anything like that I probably would have remembered that actually if he had a gun I don't think he did but he was just kind of like a tough redneck dude and the woman came outside finally, like after 10 minutes, and she said, I don't think it was not those two boys. Pointed at me and Croft. She said, I remember it wasn't them. And all of a sudden, that guy felt bad, and he's like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did. Y'all want something to drink? I'm just like, I guess. Like, a, I'll have a Gatorade, and, you know, Croft got something too. And he's like, I'll pay for him, whatever. And he, like, handed us, sorry, guys. And then I was like, yeah, thanks, man. You know, still not really happy with what he did. And I got back in my car, me and Croft and I, and as we're pulling out, the cops are pulling in. And luckily, they just, you know, they let us go, and we just left. So that was my band's story time. We got out. Cops didn't have to search our shit. And I got out of there just fine. So not a super wild story, but still a story in general. And I think, guys, that's all the time we have. Wow, I went to 47 minutes. Sorry, I was really ranting today. Um, 
I'm trying to make this 30 minutes, man, but, uh, you know, whatever. A lot of podcasts are an hour, so maybe we'll just make it between 30 minutes and an hour from now on, okay? If you have a problem with that, come shame me at my house. I might put you under citizen's arrest. But, all right, you Urkuff Earthams, I love you guys so much. Uh, this will be available here in just uh, less than an hour, 7.37 right now. So I hope you get some listens for this one. Y'all mean so much to me. I will see you next, or talk to you next Monday. Love you guys. The rest I see the more I want.